0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/trip for free shipping and 365 day returns. Anna Maria Lamaglia was Bambi Harper. We said goodbye to Bambi this week. She was a public figure who first came to notice as made of cotton, a beauty title that led her to a brief and memorable run as a model. Eventually, as a settled citizen, she was one of the founding members of the Heritage Conservation Society. One of the initiators of National Heritage Month, a newspaper columnist invested in Philippine history and traditions and many more efforts along this area. She had an extensive knowledge of Philippine antiques and traditional Filipino artisanship. She was appointed and served as the Intramuros Administrator for a number of years. She lived her life fruitfully and elegantly. And she served her country. I knew her best from our assumption college days. She was the tall and willowy beauty who had a deliberate slow walking pace. She was a presence on campus and had the brains to make life interesting for herself and others. A woman of strong opinions delivered in ironic terms sometimes, or cutting humor at other times, she and I joined the school paper. She wrote a lot of poetry in the beginning. She also wrote prose reviewing Dante or writing about her war memories though she was only two when she experienced World War II. But she said she remembered more than the adults around her credited her for. In our essays in the school paper, we expressed our attitudes towards life, though we had hardly experienced that much of it to come to any conclusions. We were influenced by what we read. We planned the articles and plotted who to interview, usually, daring to ask authority figures to answer our cringe worthy questions, realized post facto. She could write felicitously, her turn of phrase unique, sometimes dramatically colorful, but then again, she delivered the message clearly. Theoretically, we knew life was not forever, but we really did not think the end scenario would come for us. In time. We were too young to see that far. She seemed to see the world through a chiaroscuro lens, in light and shadow. Sometimes the shadow was too dominant, making her give out doomsday statements or sweeping comments. But as a balance she could quickly come down to philosophical musings that saw light and hope. She could be irritable but it hardly ever flared into a temper tantrum. Instead she would decelerate to some satirical comment. She was always interesting in her moods for how she handled them. She was much into family in her post-school life. Besides her own, she was the caring aunt to numerous nephews and nieces when they needed family. Somehow she got along with the young despite what seemed her set ways. Actually, she would put her ways aside and try to understand the younger minds. But after much debate, it was mutual messaging between her and them. She had a heart and it was her dominant force as she lived her life. Instances of kindness, thoughtfulness and graciousness were part of her persona. She had many close friendships that time, distance or even emotional upheavals would not dent. She wrote a novel in the historical fiction genre, Agueda. She was pursuing a Ph.D. and at work on a second novel. She had a scholar's ambition and a social sense, and at the last was planning a dinner in her house for a few friends. Bambi was an engaged woman. After college, I saw her often enough to strike up conversations that would lead her to make her inimitable comments on current events and public figures. She was an active participant in our contemporary world of books, films, civic events. She showed much interest in history. All of which made her reflective and brought her deep into thought. Sometimes she was internalizing so much she would be in a reverie, as though detached from her surroundings. This was the mark of her later years. We traveled to China once as roommates, on a formal invitation of the People's Republic of China for newspaper columnists. We were by then far from our school days, having experienced life as it is. I was surprised that she did not talk as much, she seemed to be digesting everything she saw and heard quietly without the usual clever or reflective comments. I labeled it as being in reverie, taking in the new, the different, the foreign and the circumstances that surrounded us to be translated by her in good time. But along with flights into introspection, and asking thoughtful questions, critiquing social mores, church institutions and yes, public events and figures, she was always the warm, thoughtful and caring human being who showed her love to family, friends, classmates by doing something for them. It was always a pleasure to bump into her. She would come up with a comment that would make you laugh. The last time I saw her was a year ago at the Leon Gallery event for the Pedro Paterno Artifacts auction. She was beautifully made up, dressed elegantly and sitting down to dinner when I said, Bambi, how are you? Her answer dilapidated with a laugh, which was far from the image she projected. And that was her chiaroscuro self. Maybe she had a feeling her days were coming to a close. I did not see it or have a clue because she looked great, was her feisty self enjoying a public event. Goodbye Bambi, knowing you is a part of my youth, my middle age and my latter age. It is a highlight in my memory like that of everyone else who knew you. I did not expect to speak about you in the past tense, yet paradoxically memory is alive and present even if it is about the past. Hasta la vista.